Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. So I'm just going to start off by saying we've been sat here for an hour talking amongst ourselves before <sighs> we even press record tonight. Um, to know it is such an honour and I say this every time and probably the listeners will go yeah 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 but it is a real honour to come here on a Monday evening and get around this table and just talk everything and do you know what you missed a good and listeners you missed mm-hmm. a good and we didn't press record <laughs> and all sorts of stuff was coming to the table this evening um, and I think it's on the back of two weeks of some really solid word that has been preached by you, Mr. Stewart, and you, Mr. Obi. And it started up a whole flow of conversations this evening. And we just want to invite you in, don't we, guys? We want to invite yeah. you guys into this conversation because we have found it a really interesting time. Um, so this is what we're going to bring to the table. We're going to talk about, so if you weren't, you're not part of our local church, Then um, all of our um, preachers and our services are on YouTube. We're TWCF. Go and check us out um, and have a listen to what Stuart and Obi had to share in the last couple of weeks. Um, And if you are part of our wonderful family, then hey, hop into the conversation with us. um, And we hope that this kind of carries on the conversation that might have started for yourselves after the last couple of preaches. So... um, yeah, not to put you on the spot, gents, but Stuart, you you um, preached a couple of weeks back, and what was that on? So I continued our series on finding peace and spoke about finding peace with others. And Obi? I spoke about finding peace with ourselves yesterday. Challenging. It was too. a great word yesterday. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Just, it was. Yeah. It was, a good, it was a good morning, but it was yeah really powerful what you shared. And I think you shared with, we all hope to do this, but we don't always manage it. Um, you shared with an authenticity of your own story and you brought your own story into it. Um, and uh, I think I've run out of stories. <laughs> <Sometimes>. <laughs> I would in a couple of years, but at the rate I'm going, <laughs> I will run out of oh, stories pretty um, much. But, but no, you managed to bring something quite personal in it. And I thought that, was, that really added to the message and, and helped mm-hmm. illustrate it for people in a, in a very real way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, even at that, I think we're just so blessed. You know, I do feel humble when you love feedback and stuff like that, but I do feel humble because, honestly, you never plan these things. All, mm. all four of us here preach, mm. yeah, and, and when you're pressing into it and when you're seeking God, you never quite know mm. how it will go. You never quite know how it will land. So it's, it's all up to God. So really, for me, it's quite humbling because I think even after yesterday, Interestingly, what I was now unpacking was more of Stewart's preach mm. last week. Not even the one, mm-hmm. not my preach yesterday. It was okay. actually your preach, Stewart, because mm-hmm. of a personal journey that I've been on um, yeah. the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm just so blessed that, in, that we can do that. Mm. Um, one other thing I, I am so grateful for is our, we keep saying these things about vulnerability and trust, mm-hmm. but it's quite key. Um, yeah. Because I, I felt a bit heaviness in my heart in the mm. morning. I knew what God had said. Um, I was trusting God and purely trusting God. Mm. for Because this is one I wrestled with as well. Yeah. Uh, I did say we, I read the manuscript a few times and went back <laughs> to Troy. But because God kept saying, there's something I want to do differently. But um, I do remember Jerida coming up to me to say that she would be handling some mm. parts of the service. And as she was just about to step out, I just mm. said, could you pray for me? That's great. Um, and then she laid hands on me and um, 
you know Jorida, um, <laughs> and went off. Yeah, um, but good. I just felt that's that good, I'm leaning though. into... Because I'd abandoned you. I was, yeah. I was, yeah. mentally, <laughs> you I was mentally leading the meeting and mentally supporting <laughs> you and you did. was stood on the corner of the stage completely <laughs> abandoning you. Sorry about that. <laughs> the many gifts of Mr. Mayo. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> His guitar. Yeah. He's good on the guitar. So, yeah. So, I just thank God uh, for that. Um, I, just, I just felt grateful because that mm. I could tap into that moment. That mm. I just felt empowered um, just by that simple mm. prayer. And then... Jorida came back after a few minutes and then shared something from her heart personally for Great. me Good. for that day. Good. And I just felt encouraged and released in mm. that moment. So we do take these things for granted. Mm. But there is power in sharing. There is power in leaning on each other. That's not mm. what we're talking about tonight. But I'm just sharing a bit mm. of personal experience. Because when people say you preach powerfully, mm. actually it's not me. Yeah. There is power in that simplicity of prayer. Mm. Um, we shouldn't take it for granted when someone, when you need a prayer mm. and you say, just pray for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Something that's, that's, that's quite powerful. It's as simple mm. as that. Mm. It does change things. I think it's really interesting for you to say, pray for me, because I think when you are knowing you're carrying a word and you know it's what the Father's asking you to carry, there's a weight of responsibility. Mm. And yet you almost need to get yourself right and going, actually, I'm handing this responsibility back to you, mm. Jesus. Because this is a weight. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I felt like that was almost like I'm handing this back. Mm. This is your responsibility. This is your word. This is yeah. your thing. And there was such a, an anticipation for me in just being with you to pray with you of going, mm. whatever you have got to bring from the Father is going to shake spiritually is going to shake and boy did it shake it was such a word it was a word in season and and multi-layers for me um sharon messaged um later on that evening james saying hey did you get anything out and i'm like (laughs) where do i start multi-layers and i feel like it was the overflow from what you'd started to do with yours i just think those last two weeks it's been a lot of layers of going Mm. okay I need to go here and I need to sit with God with these things because there's a challenge. There He's wanting to sharpen us, yeah, not just for ourselves, but for others. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, that's why this conversation had to come because mm. we wanted to have this conversation, didn't we? Last time yeah, we yeah, recorded yeah, we did. and we didn't get the chance to do that because Obi was still sitting on something. Yeah. So we're here now to talk about it because I think it's real. It and, um, and we're talking about finding peace, right? Yes. Which is something that, we all long for mm-hmm. we, we all need yeah. um we've all got a sense of at various times we've got more or less of a sense of yeah. peace yeah. and you know we're surrounded in our world by um not only by war that's on the news but war that isn't on the news yeah. mm. uh, and then this warring that goes on within yeah. ourselves with others yeah uh, just around us all the time that we're yeah we're to some degree more or less aware of yeah. as, yeah. as we walk through life mm. And uh, I think there's that longing in each of us for, for something more than we've already got. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure people listening will feel the same, that we're, yeah, we're, we're searching for peace. And uh, as, as followers of Jesus, as Christians, we, we know that ultimately that's in Jesus. Yeah. Ultimately yeah. it's found in Christ. And yet I suspect it's true for all of us that even when we know Jesus, that doesn't mean that we constantly have an assurance of yeah. God's peace in our lives yeah. in every yeah, area. Absolutely. And there's that gap sometimes yeah. that we're we're kind of dealing with. Yeah. Um so perhaps it's you know that may come up in our conversation tonight as we yeah. mm. we explore what does it mean to to find peace in ourselves and and, and find peace mm. with others. 
So, Stuart, when you were preaching um, mm. finding God, uh, finding peace with God, with others, with, I've o- done. with others, with others, I've I done. Got? With God, might be next week. You oh, never know. I'm very excited about if you are doing that. So we're rolling peace out. <laughs> 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 when you did that, yeah, with others, yeah. I think, oh, that's a good question. I think the main thing was a, a sense of res- kind of the responsibility we have to be more aware of our role in finding peace with others. So mm. um, be more self-aware, I think, yeah. was, was my, my main point to myself and, and hopefully to the church family as well. Just that uh, I think, and that, that's been probably the theme through my sense of the whole th- series on peace is that, I think I've probably viewed it in the past and I think it's often talked about as something I feel mm. um, or don't feel something that I have and it comes when either I've got a nice feeling of peace or I've got an absence of any problems mm. uh, neither of those things are within my control so yeah. I, I don't control how I feel uh, it just comes and goes and I don't control um, the lack of problems in my life they're just yeah. there or they're not there and, and that makes me very passive. And I suppose the big point was the active role we have in yeah. finding peace with others, that actually it's on us to do something about that, not just something that we're passive recipients of. Where was that scripture where it said, um, the one that really impacts me is where... I know the one you mean. Romans 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it is possible, yeah. as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Romans 12:18. Uh, and that's an unusual verse, isn't it? Because normally you get directives, so do this. So you know, um, don't be anxious yeah. about anything. We, yeah. we might really go, oh, okay, that's quite quite a broad statement, but it's very specific and categorical. <coughs> Whereas this has a couple of qualifiers in. If it is possible, so it might not be. Mm-hmm. And then as far as it depends on you, that's definite. So you've got to do your part. Yeah. Live at peace with everyone. So I think, is that the right one? Yeah. So you love that. <laughs> Why was that? I think, I suppose there's that sharpening of mm. okay, daughter. So those of you that know us, um, we don't have the greatest relationship with our neighbour. We've been living in Africa since we were 10 years, and he's quite a difficult person. And um, I suppose there's that sharpening, isn't there? Mm. You can see that of going, hey, where you can be at peace, it's that mm. responsibility mm-hmm. to yeah. Mm. Now that doesn't mean that I've got to make sure that there's peace in our relationship. We're going to be the best of friends, and we're going to mm-hmm. have dinner. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. actually, there's two families here. There's mm. two people mm. here. Yeah. But actually, as a daughter mm. of God, I am called. Mm-hmm. I'm called to do my part, mm-hmm. and that's just very interesting when someone wants to get right under your skin and mm. say it's not particularly mm. nice and very disrespectful mm. and all of these things. Just it sucker punched me in the face to go. Check your attitude. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Your heart. Yeah. yeah. That you know. Check that you're not mm. stoked in flames and fire. Mm. Mm. Of your attitude and your thoughts and your heart. And that was that was broad. Mm. You know, when you read something, you go, okay. And that's and that's the power of of putting words on a screen yeah. sometimes, isn't it? Where it's almost I mean hopefully not but almost everything I said after that was irrelevant because actually just that one verse on the screen was enough 
because um, it's the power of God's word, right? It's yeah. not me and my words or Obi and his. No. Um, ultimately, we're trying to just show, point people to Jesus, and yeah. it's it's his word. Um, and when it does come from his word, it yeah. makes me open up his yeah. word and highlight it, and sometimes put a date in it, or sometimes kind of yeah. put a pin in yeah. it to say, I've heard this. Yeah. yeah. And, and there is something very sharpening and challenging when you read something. And because I'm in relationship with Jesus, because I believe that his word is mm. a light to my path, because I yeah. believe this is true, well, mm. how can I read something like that and not take that mm. seriously? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, actually, I have a part to play in this relationship. Yeah. Mm. I have a responsibility before the king. What would Jesus be asking me to do in this mm. situation? And it would probably be doing a little bit better than I can mm. do. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Because you know? it's so easy to justify our responses when yeah. someone's oh, not nice, when they've upset us, when, you know, how could they? Mm. Um, and so we... Oh, how often do we give them a little bit of a taste of their own medicine? Mm. You know, we treat them in the way they're treating us and all of this goes on. And and when it's, yeah, when we should know better, shouldn't we? When it's a non-Christian doing that to us, yeah. why would we want to respond as in that way? We want to respond in a different way as, as Jesus would have us do. And and I suppose the, you asked the question, um, what was the thing that was burning on my heart? I suppose it was that verse. Mm. Um and, and our sense of responsibility, but also how, what Paul's doing in that one chapter, um, and I think I managed to constrain everything to that one chapter, was showing us how all the, the actual work of spiritual transformation is connected with our relationship with others, mm. how um, us our, our worship of Christ is connected with our relationship with others, where yeah. I think what were the four, four questions, I've just got my notes in front of me because I couldn't remember these off the top of my head, so uh, four questions ended up being, this is how we find peace with others, questioning ourselves. Am I being transformed by Jesus? Yeah. That's the first one. And that's Paul writing, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, so on. Um, second question was, how am I present? So I'm, I'm, yeah. how am I being present here in this relationship right now? Yeah. And, and he, the next part goes on to talk about being devoted to one another in love, um, loving one another above ourselves, never be lacking in zeal, keeping a spiritual fervor. So actually with your neighbor how are you present with them mm. in that moment um in your relationship with them are you being transformed by jesus in that moment um, yeah. third third question was and this relates to forgiveness am i am i willing to trust god mm. so when we and, and i think i've i've been stuck on this in the past mm. but i've seen so many others get stuck on this too when we talk about forgiveness it feels like we're asking people to forget that something bad's ever happened mm. and we're not we, no. Jesus is just asking us to trust him to do the judging yeah. and not do it ourselves yeah, and to let let the avenging go to him and then fourthly the question was just am I satisfied in God so mm. uh, and that was getting to really think about what do I think I need from this person in this moment mm. and am I going to look to God for that instead of to this person and, and I found myself mm. if I'm honest being even as I read them again, being profoundly challenged by yeah. Romans 12 and, and what Paul's saying there. Because I think I've looked to other people for mm. lots of things when I could have looked to God. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've always been present very well mm. um, with people. Mm. So, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if you guys find this when you preach, do you, that you're preaching to yourselves oh, quite a lot? Massively. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I usually I'm preaching on something that I'm chewing through myself yeah. at the time. Yeah. So you're just bringing up 
your own personal challenge and just sharing it publicly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a form of therapy, really, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're saying. Self therapy is great. It is. <laughs> So it's the imagined scenarios where you put yourself there and if they do this, then I'll do that. And okay, and it's getting rid of all of that. Yeah. And you give them a good talking to in your own head. Yeah. Yeah. Which is foolishness. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. It's not calming. It's not calming. No, no, no. It's Get yourself all Stir you up, up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. there is no room for peace with others when you've got that going on internally. No, no. Because then as soon as you catch the glimpse of them, you're really annoyed at them. And you think, bless him, he's only stepped out of his front door. <laughs> he hasn't yeah. even done anything. But because you've got this internal yeah. rage going on because of this conversation, and that's where it goes, where you can do something, yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah. And that's where it's like, yeah, stop those pointless, worthless conversations that actually just put mm. petrol on something that actually is ridiculous because it's not based on any fact mm. or truth. It's yeah. ridiculous. Put it down. Don't let it rage and pray blessing over this yeah. man mm. and his home yeah. and his life and and hope as you're praying it that your heart really changes mm. for that yeah. person. Um, but yeah, it was very challenging, Stuart, and I'm still chewing over it. Yeah, it's me too. As I, as I reflect on it, I, it's one that I'm being reminded of, and actually I've, I've kind of got a diary note to check a couple of bits, um, mm. some of those questions actually, to kind of re revisit them every now and then. Um, because I've, I look back on relationships I've had, things I've mm. done, things I've said, uh, with deep regret mm. that things worked out the way they did and yeah. I think that's what informs informed that word um, really on that Sunday yeah and, and some joys you know it's not all regret but no. there's some mm. joys there and sometimes you think maybe I've been treated really well by someone else mm. and I've learned from that yeah because um, there are people who <coughs> seem to embody some of these principles mm. yeah. that they've learned how to walk with Jesus well with others Mm. And they bring something of that peace of Christ, mm. and it's healing. Yeah, it is. It's, it's whole. Yeah. It's it's life giving. And yeah, yeah. I think I've observed that and, and benefited from it in others. So, yeah, so much to learn still. Um, there is. I wish I didn't have, but lots to learn. And uh, grateful that God is 
and others are so gracious. Yeah. Hmm. And that we're all just learning as a family, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. that's where it can get a bit messy. But I love the fact the word of God, when it's put to us like you did and delivered it, it brings a place of going, he wants better. Yeah. He wants us to live better with one another. He wants us to live at peace with each other for greater purposes than we necessarily know. Yeah. Um, and I love his grace over us yeah. for it. And yeah. we've got to continue to have grace for each other while yeah. we're all still trying to learn what this looks like yeah, um, amongst family. And it, and it can get messy and it can hurt sometimes. Mm. But do you know what? We're all in the same position. We're all trying. I would mm. love, I would imagine if, if you ask people to stand up and they were being really honest, mm. I would imagine a lot of people would have stood up and said, I needed to hear that word. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think if the danger is, you're right, you use that word trying. I think if we stop trying, we were in trouble. Yeah. Um, if we think we've got it all together and we're the ones in the right and it's everyone else who's wrong, then mm. I think we're really in trouble. Yeah, definitely. And that, and that process, you've, you've talked about me doing it when preaching on occasion, but I think it occurs, this, this same process of lifting up God's word uh, and and almost it feels I can't show this on on audio, but it's like yeah. you just hold it up and and it speaks for itself. Yes. And our role on a Sunday in preaching is to hold up God's word, which presents Christ to people, and to say, "Hey, look at this! Look yeah. look at this word! It's it's going to speak." Mm-hmm. And and I think that process is happening in our life groups. Yeah. It's happening week by week in in life group settings where Bible studies are going on, where conversations are being held, where people are praying yeah. together. And they're doing the same. It happens in Radiant Kids, in our kids' groups. Yeah. It happens yeah. in youth. It happens all over the place in one-to-one conversations. As we get up, somebody's getting around God's word with someone else and saying, "Hey, look at this. Mm-hmm. Let, let's share this together." And we're all we're doing. We're not elevating ourselves. It's just lift up God's word yeah. that we might see Jesus in it. And mm-hmm. and He speaks. He's going to bring challenge and in, encouragement. Yeah. So I think that's what's going on. I love uh, it. It's not unique to preaching, is it? But um, it isn't. But it is really special when he lands something on your table to say hey i would i'm bringing this to you i want you to carry this and i want you to share this to the family it's a bit scary sometimes yeah i'm i'm a bit nervous right now because james has been quiet so far and uh that might just be his listening or thinking Um, i'm thinking you're thinking oh okay (laughs) you're right over there yeah you're fine good (laughs) i get nervous if i'm talking too much so no 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 (laughs) okay that's good all right And, and then Obi, um, you were speaking about peace with ourselves yes, this last Sunday. Um, when this goes out, it might be two Sundays ago. But, <laughs> okay. um, but anyway, for us right now, it was this, this most recent Sunday talk. Um, how did you find even getting around to understanding what the core of that message was going to mm. be? Um, yeah, t- speaking frankly, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get uh, is one of the few times that I've really wrestled with something because peace is so fluid mm. um, the analogy that comes to my mind is when you were saying it's like water that we hold mm-hmm. and it drips mm-hmm. Yeah, even all these principles we've laid mm-hmm. out and I just wanted to pick up on something you said Stuart where you say we hold up God's word mm-hmm. for people to see mm-hmm. we actually hold it up for us and people yes mm-hmm. yeah 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 oh yeah quite because honestly when we bring God's word I I'm so blessed by mm. the word that yeah. I'm just convinced that it's mm-hmm. God speaking. Mm-hmm. It can't be me. And um, I, I receive as much as mm. from that word as much as people I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I think just you receive word. more probably I receive yeah. just because you've done the prep. I've so done the prep. So <laughs> you've so, thrashed so it through it privately. I'm, I'm, yeah. So I, I think, yeah, in coming up with that word, I started somewhere 
and someone says if you hang around people too much, you begin to talk like them. I don't know how true that is because these days I'm sounding more like Stewart. I don't know. <laughs> he said he started somewhere and ended up somewhere. And that's exactly what happened in yeah. that message. I had actually started with a scripture in Isaiah that was speaking to me leading up mm -hmm. to a couple of um, weeks to peace about God um, being the beginning and the end and everything mm -hmm. we do in between sits in his plan and we should just release and find peace in that. But as I was holding that thought before God, um, I was a bit confused initially because mm -hmm. I didn't quite know where peace with others stopped. As you can mm -hmm. see from our conversations, mm -hmm. sometimes, um, Jorida, you were mentioning that that peace within us and as you stop having those conversations, that connection with us, then uh, becomes an outflow uh, to our relationship with others. So it's mm. quite interconnected. It is, yeah. yeah. So, so I was a bit struggling with that. And sometimes even we can't have a genuine peace with God or peace with mm -hmm. our relationship with God if we don't mm -hmm. have peace in ourselves. So I, I struggled a bit with that. Then I went to God and said, God, I am struggling here. What does peace with myself mean mm. to me? Let's start mm. with me. If you speak to me, that means you wanna you want to speak to us as mm. a church, right? And and that's where I started. And then God began to unpack things about how my heart is, my spiritual heart, how I connect deep, mm. how peace within me feels like. And um, yeah, I was running. I do run a few times a week. Some of you may know so. I was running and it's usually a peaceful time where I don't have phones, I don't have anything mm -hmm. distracting me and it's, it was in those moments that when God spoke and brought those words and it was just a simple word mm -hmm. um, that he brought from Proverbs 4 um, mm -hmm. 23 and he said, guard your heart. Yeah. And I just knew God had spoken at that time and from mm -hmm. that point, every other thing I did was just building around that single word yeah. that God said, mm -hmm. you know, finding that peace is finding it within you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. being embedded inside of your heart and then how do you find it like Stewart said is not what is my role in finding this peace mm. in ourselves and that's how he just sort of unpacked from mm. that point but yeah it was it was a it was a blessing so that verse was that the proverbs 4 23, 23 yeah. guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life yeah and you read it in a couple of versions. Yeah, you yeah. did. And you, you said your preferred one was this, keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I just felt that when I was pondering on this, that just felt the most connected to mm -hmm. me because I mm -hmm. just felt um, like a fluid thing. Um, I just felt our peace within is the source of everything we do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just felt that picture of a spring coming mm. down. Mm -hmm. And I just felt, you've got to guard the source. Mm. You've got to keep vigilant on mm. that source because out of it flows, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, out of the heart flows the issues of life. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think it's so powerful. And uh, even as I was going through that journey, then God started putting me through my paces. Mm. Um, I, I'm still being blessed. I'm still walking that journey mm. practically. Um, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. God was shining things in area. One of the things I, I, I didn't say yesterday on Sunday mm -hmm. so that people, I don't know when people listen to this <laughs> podcast, so just put it in context. <coughs> One of the things I didn't say when I was giving my personal story yeah. about God's release, the things mm -hmm. we have to release in life is that when I had that message from the Holy Spirit to, to purify my heart before mm -hmm. him, one of the messages the Holy Spirit actually told me was that I needed release from self-righteousness mm -hmm. 
um, because I had unforgiveness, mm. but I thought I had forgiven. Okay. That's the interesting thing. But mm. um, I had forgiven in human capacity. Yeah. yeah. But Holy Spirit was saying I was still struggling with um, self-righteousness. And he reminded me that everything we have is by grace. Mm-hmm. And that anything I've been able to think I'm, I was able to even do was through his grace over my mm. life mm. and his giftings. Mm. And he just humbles me mm. um, because when we preach, we seem to be on a pedestal. But I'm constantly reminded by mm. God that even the way we think, even our approach to life, even mm. our sense of perception is all an evidence and manifestation of his giftings of his spirit. There is nothing we bring to this table. Mm. <laughs> um, yep. And that's the truth. So that's how okay. that unpacked um, for yeah. me. But it's a message that I think I will go back to that personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, will bless me over and over again. Mm. Um, yeah. It was really, there were multi layers of mm. what you had to share that were really freeing. Mm. Even mm. though there was challenge in there, it was really freeing. And yeah, I was really thankful to the father that he he used your mouthpiece to speak his heart over us as a church mm. to bring us to that place of intimacy, to guard the heart, what's going on in the heart. What, yeah. and, and that beautiful picture that you had of that stream and how you're, you, you know, that, that all of a sudden instead of where th- there's flow, that all of a sudden something blocks it. Yeah. And all of that visualization that you had was just so beautiful that it was like, it will stay with me of going, yeah, Lord, I want all good things to flow from my mm-hmm. heart so that I've mm. got to be careful what I allow in my heart, how yeah. I guard my heart, mm. what I do. And mm-hmm. and actually one of the things, uh, and I've shared with you guys before, I've been listening to John Bevere's book, The Bait of Satan. And um, it's a very good book and it's talking so much about sharpening, um, really in alignment with what we've been talking about um, and you guys have been preaching on with sort of peace with ourselves, peace with others and okay. talking about being mm. offended okay. and mm. and what offense means Mm. and being right with other people and how that will block a flow from Mm -hmm. your heart when you're Mm. holding something against somebody and i think for me the words that you both bought were so in alignment with the book that i've been going through that Mm. i was just saved us so much time just reading that book wouldn't it (laughs) (laughs) so i highly recommend it i highly (laughs) highly recommend it if you are in a in a season where you want something really good to read it is so Mm good it's very practical really solid in the word and brings this stuff that you guys have been bringing so for Mm. me i've been having it from both sides from my home church family and at home personally Mm. it's been really beautiful and uh yeah this whole i think for me those two things flow Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah the right with others and the right with yourself and when you were saying about kind of the heart and everything flowing and Mm. being interconnected to that so true it's so good ob it was so right and i'm very thankful that the lord brought that revelation Mm. for you to speak over us because yeah the three things that i wrote down from you had it was one um the one thing I ask, the one thing I need, yep. and the one thing to release. Yeah. And I really like those. Um, and one of the ones that I really liked was the word dwell. Oh, Can I you unpack that. that for us? Because I loved this. Um, yeah, so the dwell came from the first. So when God spoke about the peace, mm. and then I just felt 
almost following on from what you did, um, um, still, uh, um, there's no copyright um, in, the, in the it's, no, it's all can, from the Bible, isn't it? Hopefully, <laughs> Bible. Yeah. But I, I always think sometimes we, we personally, I think I, I tend to over spiritualize. Okay. Um, so I felt God saying to me, and that was why I didn't have to say one thing, one thing. But I think God was saying to me to st- practically. How does this, or what part, almost like you say, what part do we play? Mm. And um, God was just telling me to bring three things mm. that is, is, is just simple to apply in our mm. day-to-day life, I, I, in, our, I, in our journey with him. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's just where that came from, really. And um, the dwell, to come to the dwell was, um, I just, the first thing I, I opened was, I've had this thing about seeking God for a mm. while. Um, and I opened that um, psalm, mm. the first one, 27.4, and David was saying about dwell. And interestingly, we had a life group. This is why, you know, as much as possible, as much as life is busy, spend time with God. Spend time in fellowship with mm. each other. Mm. Um, spend time with people that rub off good mm. stuff in you. You will find, um, this is my personal testimony, you will find that you naturally grow. Mm. Um, with God, you, you naturally grow in wisdom, you mm. naturally grow in discernment, and mm-hmm. um, that's what I'm finding. So we were in life group, and we're in Ephesians. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Joida and even after that, they didn't know I had I had written my notes okay. at the time. Yep. Psalm 27, 4 was there about dwelling. Mm. And the, we didn't know so we read a, a, a verse in Ephesians, mm. and we stumbled on dwell, and we were speaking. Okay. So I said, um, actually, let me look up this word dwell, mm-hmm. because yeah. this is the second time it's popping. So for, the, for other life group members, it mm. was, we were reading the scripture. Mm. But for me, I hit dwell again, yeah. and I wanted to add Psalm 27 and Psalm 23 mm-hmm. to emphasize dwell, because I wanted to emphasize, I felt God was saying, dwell, you mm. know, settle, sit in my presence. Mm without any expectation, Mm -hmm. just sit and enjoy my presence and about that peace. Mm. And the dwell came up and I just said, let me look this up because this is the second time and then I shared it in Mm. life. And when I saw that and I saw the sit down, the translation sit down, Mm. and then I saw another translation that said um, settle. Mm. And I just felt, wow, God is. Then when I, when I was now preparing the, mm. the, 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 the slides, I, I just felt I had to online. Then I shared it in live group. And mm. I did say I was going to share it on Sunday. So <laughs> they were in on it. But yeah. there was something That's about good. that. So if we, if we make it more personal, um, how, how good are we at dwelling? Not very good. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> not, not very good. I, I think one of the places I basically struggle. And that was what was coming out was how the quality of our dwelling. So we can dwell. Mm. You know, I've seen myself in seasons where I was dwelling. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And we're talking about dwelling, dwelling with God. But so, yes. look, just in case anyone's not sure. Dwelling we're not talking about God. living in a house. No. With, with no dwelling in no, God's presence. Dwelling in God's sitting. presence. Okay. Sitting in God's presence. Yeah, yeah. And you can do that by fellowshipping with others. We are dwelling in God's presence mm. in this podcast time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things that I struggle with personally might be a stage in my life thing. It might be just those things. But one of the things I struggle with was the quality mm-hmm. of my dwelling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and through this preparing of this scripture, something God has been working on with me. And it's something I'm watching carefully in my life as well mm -hmm. and checking with people that are close to me and because I do tend to run off mm -hmm. and do stuff and I do tend to mm -hmm. impulsively do stuff and take on. And I felt God in this season, even Nina is surprised I haven't changed jobs in, okay. in a couple of time. I, I just fancy things and I just fancy mm -hmm. change challenge for challenge sake and there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong it's my personality but one of the things i was challenged through this message was the quality yeah and how that changes everything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in what we do and that was why i i spent mm -hmm. a little bit of time on that dwell so peace in our hearts peace with ourselves is connected with dwelling with god that's yes. what you're saying yeah. yes yeah. okay ultimately mm-hmm I Maximum think we have little to do apart from being intentional mm. mm -hmm. about our quality time with Jesus. <coughs> I'm sorry to drop this on you, James. I've I've been pulled you in once before. Come on, share Come on, share something. You can see I've seen it. I find it's hard to control the quality of the of that dwelling or that Ooh. being in God's presence. Mm -hmm. So, an example this morning. It's it's a Monday. That's my day off. I set a time a time for prayer on Monday mornings. It was about nine o'clock. It was pretty bleak outside. <laughs> and I usually go off and do my prayer with Lola, the dog. Yeah. And I didn't want to go. Okay. And I said to Sharon, do you know, sometimes it's a choice, isn't mm. it? Yeah. You decide mm. to be with God. Mm. So I yeah. went for my walk. It was slightly drizzling. I had the wrong shoes on, so I was slipping and sliding oh, in the no. mud. <laughs> <laughs> and I set aside that time yeah. for mm. God. And honestly, I didn't meet him. Mm. And it was because my, I didn't feel like I met him. Mm -hmm. And my head was just racing with stuff. Mm -hmm. Not mm. bad stuff. Mm. Just stuff. Just stuff. Yeah. Mm. It's life. It's life. Yeah. And I, I did my... I don't know how long it was, an hour in the, in the, driz in the drizzle with Lola. <laughs> she likes it. She jumped in this really muddy puddle. And I looked at her and I was like, Lola, why? Why did you do that? She jumped in this puddle with such glee. <laughs> it didn't give me glee. That unlucky dad. You yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. So we can't, I, f mm. I find it very interesting. I think it's, to some degree, we have control. Mm. To some degree, we don't have control. Mm. It's like, the Bible describes the Holy Spirit blowing like the wind and we don't know mm. what direction it's going to come in or yeah. etc. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we set that time apart, aside, yeah. and it's amazing. Mm. And sometimes, hello, God, are you there? <laughs> and this morning it was just, hello, yeah. <laughs> is anybody there? there? But really it was, uh, it, my head were just spinning with thoughts. Mm -hmm. I wasn't yeah. troubled by anything. Yep. Yeah. Just thoughts. But you set out to be in God's presence. Yeah. And I... I think you've done the right thing in mm. doing that. That's yeah. awesome that you've set that time aside and you've gone anyway. It would have been so easy, apart from the fact Lola needed a walk, but it would have been so easy to sit, stay at home and go, yeah. I can't be bothered. I'll find something yeah. else to do. But you went. Oh, there was something else to do, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. And I thought, do you know what? It's just good discipline, isn't it? Just to, mm. yeah. you don't, yeah, just to go out and yeah. try. Absolutely. Yeah. Stuart, how do you find your dwelling <clears throat> time? Um... Mixed mm. in Good. that 
sometimes I get very easily distracted. I'm I'm so challenged and encouraged to hear James saying that he went anyway, um, mm. because I think it's very easy to to not do that, mm -hmm. and I find myself in that place sometimes. So mm. I think one of the challenges we all face, I'm sure, um, and maybe me slightly greater extent is that you can professionalize dwelling with god yeah mm -hmm. um so you know i've been through a season in the past where my, my prayer life went something like uh, and this isn't completely true but you i'm exaggerating for emphasis but kind of went something like hello lord it's me i need another sermon um <laughs> or i need another talk because in this yeah. you know sometimes you might be <laughs> sharing something from god's word four five six times a week yeah. in different capacities yeah. in different ways yeah. and it's like okay going back to open the bible again i need something yeah. else and something there's fresh. that ongoing pressure yeah um yeah for, and and that doesn't help mm -hmm. it yeah. does help in some ways because you're always in god's word and you're yeah. always seeking him but it doesn't help in other ways because yeah it's not dwelling mm -hmm. mm. no um that's just mm. looking for something to give yeah. out straight away so i think it's mixed um mm. the times i found best are when i well and i and it's just quiet mm. actually and i may or may not be aware of god mm. in an intimate sense actually but i'm just stopping mm. and being with god so that's that would be my my preference mm. um but i as i'm even as i'm saying that i'm slightly frustrated that i get so distracted so easily mm. because that's my norm mm. it's tough, that's life it's yeah. life it's normal isn't it yeah yeah yeah, it's it's really tough. I think I found it quite an interesting because I obviously being single for a very long time, I didn't have distractions. You know, I had time where mm -hmm. it was just mm -hmm. me and me. Yeah. Um, I had the girls that I lived with and it was mm -hmm. great, but I had my own space so I yeah. could do what I needed yeah. to do. And then that transition to being a wife and mm -hmm. then going on to have two children was mm -hmm. a really weird transition mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. And I think it took quite some time to get into a new rhythm. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew God had started to challenge me to get up at a certain time. Mm. And um, I wouldn't say that I'm nailing mm. this getting up at a certain time and having time with him. And even just this last week, it's been a bit like, Lord, I'm even struggling mm. because mm. husband, off he goes by. Then you've yeah. got two children that mm. just yeah. don't get some time space. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to go. This is a line, please. This is mm. Mama's threshold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. hey, yeah. guys, you want to come and spend time with Jesus with me? Come and yeah. sit on the bed and have mm. some time with Jesus with me. But if not, out and close mm. the door behind <laughs> you. And finding that tension of having yeah. that dwelling yeah. time with yeah. him when you've got your children around is really hard. And then you get to the evening and you yeah. are spent. Yeah. You are yep. totally spent. Yep. But do you know what? There is something really joyful of doing like you have done James and going actually I'm going to put this in place mm -hmm. and I'm yep. going to at times anyway. drag myself yeah. out of an evening to go yeah. somewhere out of my house yeah. so mm. that I really don't have any distractions the husband's mm. not going to ask me where something is and you want to go did you even look properly yeah. oh. um, you know oh, <laughs> at this point husband my husband vision will, is a thing he will be laughing because he hears oh. me say it many times um, I think even my eight year old sometimes I goes I haven't done daddy log I did properly look. Um, but proper distract, proper sort of time away. Yeah. And yeah. it is really mm. beautiful. And I love yeah. the fact that God 
is so not religionistic with no, us. No. He so takes what we That's have. That's a great word. Have you just made that one up? Religionistic. Yeah, I love that. Good word. That's awesome. Because <laughs> we know, it, you know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Thank you. If I did just make that, that's I didn't even pick that up. I was, I was, I was (laughs) (laughs) It's like legalistic and religious combined, which is brilliant. Some of these things that come out of my mouth. It's a work of genius. Uh, That was obviously a good one. Um, But to be able to, he's, he's gracious with the scraps that I've got. And I'm having to learn that rhythm that he doesn't, it's the, it's not always the quantity of dwelling time. It is the quality of that Mm -hmm. dwelling time that says, okay, I'm going to give you what I've got. And I'm trying so hard to learn that rhythm where I have got to place my time in a time where there isn't anybody else. There is nothing else because Oh my goodness, we were just saying, were we not, just before we were recording, that I mm. feel like I've got all these balloons in the air. This is my mind. Yep. Yeah, I've got all yeah. these balloons that are bubbling. Yeah. There is almost like no gap between mm. the ceiling yeah. mm-hmm. and these mm. balloons. And I feel like the joys of December, huh? Going mm. into Christmas and all yeah, the crazy yeah. stuff and extra yeah. meetings and loads of other stuff. It's just life and it's mm. fine. Yeah. But you find your mind is full of balloons and you're trying to anchor them. Yeah. And okay. I feel like it's like, okay, Lord, I need to anchor mm. these. Mm to even have room to come to the dwelling place with yeah. you yeah. because my might. So it's like, okay, Lord, help me to know how to anchor these balloon mm. that are taking over my mind of all of these things. And let me cut one ribbon at a time to allow that thought price to go up yeah. at that mm. one, because otherwise I have no space capacity mm. in my brain to have time with God to unplug. Yeah. And you sit there and feeling really frustrated. Like this morning I was sitting there trying to talk to him about stuff from yeah. yesterday's mm. service, Obi, sitting there thinking, I really, I need to go mm. there because you brought some yeah. stuff up with yeah. me and mm. I need to go there with you. Mm. And I'm like, there's no room. I couldn't mm. get another balloon mm. thought in my head okay. if I tried, yeah. Lord. Yeah. Um, but he's gracious. He he's is. gracious yeah, he and kind. Yeah. Just Can I just come in with mm, one please. illustration I heard recently about the, the, the life as a busy mum? Mm. And this was, I'm pretty sure it was John Wesley's mum. I heard someone give this illustration recently, John and Charles Wesley. Um, lots of kids around. And she used to pull... I think it was his mum or his, his wife. Anyway, somebody connects with his family. Used to this this mum, lots of kids around. Used to pull her apron over her head, and the kids <laughs> knew that when mum was sitting there, covered up with her apron, not to disturb her, not to go anywhere near her. That was her space. And that's the only way she could find some space wow. to be with God was to cover herself up, and wow. um, that was just her her time. Mm. Um, what a way of doing it! But yeah, just enforcing some time where you say, "This is yeah. me and God." Leave me alone for a minute. Yeah, I think one I of the things that. that jumped out at me as well is these things are tricky. Mm. Yeah. And the enemy knows. Mm-hmm. And he's always sending us things. Um, I think that word, keep vigilance, mm. is a good one. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. They, and it keeps coming back to that image I had where, because at some point in my life, I've noticed dryness, mm-hmm. as all of us do. Yeah. But then one thing I noticed was, it's not when I felt dry that I was dry. The tap has stopped running. I just didn't pick up. Yeah. Hmm. That the yeah. spring was blocked. Yeah, that was a good point you made. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really it's good. just that you were still rolling, and yeah. this is why we have to keep vigilance. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to myself because mm-hmm. every day things get thrown at me. Mm-hmm. And I am um, I will never get there in this lifetime. But God mm-hmm. is gracious. Mm-hmm. And every time I see opportunities now, I always say. There's a word I use. It's always, where is the room? Mm. So, um, I'm not going to stand up, but if you look at the cross, 
announcing in my life has to get to the point of that cross. Mm. Above that cross is my room. Okay. So I measure things, and I say, if I'm going to take on this, mm -hmm. where is the room? Because mm. I've only got so much room. God has okay. given us only so much capacity mm -hmm. as human yeah. beings. Okay. And I think my vigilance at mm. the moment, I, you will sleep. And mm. sometimes the natural things of life, kids, mm. might be at a stage where mm. that room gets filled mm. up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But I think for me, it's us as being vigilant mm. to recognize. Because when the damage happens, is not when the damage is there. Yes. Mm. When so the good. damage happens is when it's creeping up and we're not aware mm -hmm. because yeah. we've lost vigilance. Yes. It's taking our eyes off the mark. Yeah. And the enemy is so good at this. Yeah. He comes in so many different ways mm. because as soon as our world dries up, he's got us exactly where he wants us. Mm. And that's where he spills out into our relationships. He spills out into our relationship with God. We are no yeah. longer feeling like we can connect to God. Mm. Um, our gifting starts diminishing or we start struggling. Um, mm. And that room is key. Mm. It is so key. That's why I said we have to consciously mm. make room in our mm. time. Yeah. We consciously have to make room in our finances. Mm. Yeah. If it becomes to a point where practically it's leading us to a point of worry, mm. we have to ask difficult questions. And mm. God is faithful. Yeah. Amen. He is faithful. Mm. He is rich in glory. Mm. And I think as we watch things unfold, it will never be 100%. But one thing I found practically in my life that I'm still walking through, not there at all, but is in keeping a little eye on that room yeah. and saying, if this is coming, where am I making adjustments to account okay. for that? Yep. Because otherwise, it won't be long before my tap gets mm. blocked mm -hmm. somewhere mm -hmm. or, or something wrong goes into the tap mm. and it flows down. That mm. was kind of goes in line with your Luke 10, 41, 42, Martha. Yeah. And, and I love that. Mm. I yeah. really loved that when it, and I love this uh, that Martha chose what is better and it mm. won't be taken from her Yeah, and I really love that because he is faithful and if he is giving something Martha made room to sort of stop and sit mm. and be in mm. that presence regardless of what was going on around her she knew mm. that was right and good for her and that the Lord promised that that would never be taken from her that mm -hmm. place I think mm -hmm. it was interesting because it's actually Mary. I think it was interesting because Jesus said saying a few things. And then said, yeah, indeed, only one. Mm. <laughs> it's almost like Jesus said, yeah, there are a few things you need, but really, only one, really. Mm -hmm. and, and she's taking the good part. And, Come and is in, <laughs> is, I'm intrigued because it's not something I'm, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm practicing 100% mm -hmm. in my life. 100% mm -hmm. I'm not there at all. Mm. Um, but to be honest with you, in this podcast today, I'm sounding croaky <laughs> because some things are going on. I could be doing a thousand and one things. Mm -hmm. And trust me, they are piling up every day. Okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I've chosen this. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow, we'll do the other stuff. <laughs> if tomorrow is not enough, we push it to Wednesday. Okay. And it's, the, it's that little priorities that I think mm. helps. That's mm -hmm. really James, you're super quiet. Yeah. Are you enjoying <laughs> listening? Are there other things bubbling on for you in I the conversation? I think it's slightly off topic for me. So I'm very, much, enjo I'm very much enjoying it. Uh, I think the one thing to add is it's the dis modern disease is the business busyness mm -hmm. of life, isn't it? It is. And Stuart, you've mentioned a couple of times um, the last few months about mobile phones and mm. how, or social media, 
And now they just consume us, don't they? This is this um, is me sharing another challenge for myself, I'm afraid. And yeah. we don't have many gaps in yeah. our busy lives. That yeah. social media or yeah. just watching some rubbish on the phone yeah. fills those cracks very, it? very, very nice. Efficiently. And you, yeah. you, you carry your distractions with you in a little box that yeah. you take everywhere you go. And it's, it takes a tremendous amount of self-discipline yeah. to carve out the room. Yeah. Mm. For God, uh, more so. It's it's we haven't we haven't li- lived previous generations. Mm. Did they struggle as much as us, or is it really, really worse now? Know. It feels so much worse now. Social media, as I've mentioned, just mm. really feels that cracks, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know what it would have been. But I, what was life like before social media? We must remember that. Seems we're, a long we're time ago. Old <laughs> enough to remember life before social media. It was much but better. <laughs> Do you, you know what? I think the interesting <laughs> thing is, so. is that. You'll think about it within age as well, because yeah. I think about before mobile phones, before mm-hmm. all of those kind of things, I was of an age where that wouldn't have really massively impacted me. I was mm. too busy doing loads of other stuff, yeah. singing, dancing, acting, all of those things that filled my mm. time. And that yeah. still could have filled my time and still had to make choices to make yeah. room yeah. for my relationship yeah. with Jesus. True, I think true. wherever you're at, you've mm. got to There's make a choice that, that to choice. put that. Yeah. And, you know, and when it comes to that is the only place that mm. you are ever going to mm. find the peace with yeah. yourself mm. that overflows to peace with others. Yeah, it's true. That yeah. is the ultimate mm-hmm. thing that we are called to do. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I really hope that we can get it, mm. you know, that we would get into a rhythm. Ryth- rhythm. Yeah. A- and it's always an individual rhythm. Some mm. Your rhythm, you guys are all going to do something that's different to me. Mm. And I'm going to do so- something different because yeah. we've got a God that is so personable mm. with us. Yes. Yes. Because he knows us and yeah. he knows what's going to work. I remember meeting Heidi Baker um, and when I was in Mozambique some years ago. And she used to get up before the sun got up and that was her thing. And I remember thinking, oh, Lord. You know, I I just I'd love to do that for mm. you, but I just don't think I can. And it took me a long time to realise. Well, he wasn't asking me. Mm-hmm. So stop being an auntie, yeah, taking on someone else's <laughs> yeah. journey. Yeah, he wasn't asking yeah, me. So point. actually, yeah, he's asking me to do to carve out that time, mm. and that time is specific to me, and that mm. place is specific to me because yeah. he's saying, "Daughter, come away with me." Mm. So That's I think you know what we we've got to be in a place that says, "Go there and ask him the question," mm. yeah, and then step out in obedience and trust yeah. that he yeah. will give you back. All of that time you think you're going to miss, mm. he gives it back tenfold. You All know. of a sudden, mm. you put him first, and it mm-hmm. is amazing how much more you get in the day, and it's amazing how much clearer you see things, and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. All of those other things. Now, it doesn't mean that in that time it's going to be this supernatural time. Mm. Sometimes he just does a mm. work because you've gone, I want to be with you, yeah. regardless of whether it's silence, regardless of yeah. what he wants to say. And um, I hope that we we can get to that a little mm. bit more because mm. it's good for us. It is. And essentially, it's good for the world because mm. it's mm. the only way that Jesus is going to sharpen us enough yeah. that we will point to him when we're living out there. So, guys, thank you personally and on behalf of TWSF, thank you for sitting down and going there with Jesus and really hearing his heart and taking that on that you would come and bring that to us mm. because I really believe that what you shared was a shift spiritually over our church and I'm excited about what the Father's doing towards the end of this year to what he's yeah. going to continue to bring out um, in January mm-hmm. because I do feel like what we've been doing in these last few months is really... I don't know, it's sharpening for something. 
and and I'm excited as to what he's doing and yeah so thank you because it is it's a big thing to be trusted to sit down and take that time you know that dwelling time with him personally mm. to hear what he's saying to then go through the word and and just taking that time to come and bring us something um so i appreciate you guys and thank you so much for doing that and Stuart, thank you for week after week after yeah. week you know a thank you that you make room for some of us guys to come and share this mm -hmm. with you um, and that you would entrust that with us but thank you for faithfully coming to us as a family and saying hey i want to show you what god's got to say in this word to encourage you and equip you so thank you yeah. Guys, it's oh, been a lovely you. evening, and I thank feel you. like if we don't wrap it up here, we could be here for the next three hours. <laughs> we could, so let's uh, let's end it there. That. And yeah, um, yeah, so this is our last one, gents, um, until the new year. Wow! Um, I know. Can you believe it? So um, we want to wish you all a very merry mm. Christmas. We really hope that you listeners have a wonderful time. And can I encourage you? If you don't go to church, please don't use this season to be alone. Mm, please yeah. find out go on the web and have a look at what's on locally and find out and go to a carol service or go to something that a local church is doing mm -hmm. where you can go and grab a coffee mm. and see some very welcoming and smiley faces yeah. um, but we all wish you a very merry christmas and we look forward to speaking to you all in the new year so thank you, gents. Thank, thank you, you thank for you. Thank joining you. me on this crazy journey that we started a few months back. It's been a real joy, and yes. I'm excited to see what we're going to bring to the table in 2024. Yep. So, Nanite, God bless you lovely people, and see you in January. Good night. Good night. Bye. -bye.